0: When I was a teenager, I loved knowing and keeping secrets. It made me feel important. It made me feel special. It made me feel valued. But that's the best kept secret. Regardless of what or who you know, you are important. You are special. You are valued. This is your little dose of inspiration to remind you are and who you are. <laughs> it's me, Liv, and I am a student of the word, a lover of life, and your big sister friend, Auntie Mentor, who loves to talk and laugh even more. I am coming to you with some of the best kept secrets life has to offer. Let's talk. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of The Best Kept secret. As you know, we ground this podcast in Proverbs 25, 2, which tells us that it is the glory of God to conceal a matter and the glory of kings to search it out. Y'all, I am so excited today because I have a queen coming through. I have the purpose coach, Nicole Salmon, And if you were with us for an unconditional summer in 2020, you already know her. I am so thankful that so many of you got connected to her after mm-hmm. our time, and I see more and more of you looking at her content and getting connected to her ever since, so thank you. Thank you for connecting to the guest that I invite in, because I'm telling y'all, they influence, empower, and just encourage me. And you already know, I'm not going to do any less for you. So who is Nicole? She is an author, an entrepreneur, a mentor, a mother, and a wife as a credentials minister who serves as a multidisciplinary member of the pastoral team at Praise Cathedral Worship Center. in. Mississauga, Ontario, Nicole considers it her personal mission not only to make the gospel relevant and accessible to all, but also to empower individuals to live and lead authentically and equip leaders to develop efficient spirit-led teams. Nicole, sis, how are you?
1: (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me.
0: I am so excited that you are here. I'm so grateful for your time. I know that it is full and we will not waste it. We are here to take notes. Did y'all hear me? We are taking notes. Get your notepad ready. (laughs) You know, I have heard Bits and pieces and parts of your story. And because God does so much for us, it's absolutely impossible to invite everyone into every part of that because we would be talking for an eternity. But I have been so encouraged by the parts that I have heard. As you've shared about what it looked like for you to step into obedience, mm-hmm. we have a variety of listeners here, and we're all connected by our desire to step in to a new level of obedience, but some of us are just learning what that looks like. Mm -hmm. And others of us are learning what that looks like for our social media sphere of influence. Others of us are learning what that looks like as we begin to get into the word. So I want to know what emotions arose when you first felt God calling you into ministry and entrepreneurship, and how did it change the way you saw yourself?
1: So the, 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 as you asked that question, the first emotion that came to mind was denial. Mm. Um, Denial for years, denial for decades, right? Because I hadn't grown up seeing women in ministry who looked like me, who sounded like me who thought like me, who operated like me, who was, who was edgy, who was just, you know, like Christianity and ministry and entrepreneurship. Well, entrepreneurship, there were no models of that, but it looked a particular way. And I didn't fit that mold. So when God was calling me, and if you're listening to this podcast, um, you would have missed my air quotes. I put them in air quotations um, because I I would not use that reference. Even when my pastor was like, you know, God is calling, I'm like, no, 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 no. This is not a calling. I am just, you know, responding to what God is asking me to do. So denial, to be quite honest, (laughs) was the first emotion. Um, or or that came to mind when I think about those early years. Wow.
0: And so as you began to walk in obedience, did you still feel
1: that denial or did you begin to grow comfortable? What did that comfortable? Comfortable. And I and I want to say, you know, you said you have many listeners. Definitely my confidence grew, but I want to say it wasn't overnight. I wasn't, I want to say it wasn't in a year. Um, I'm talking about it growing from my early 20s to now in my early 40s, just feeling comfortable in my skin and owning that space. And I think of, you know, first Peter chapter five and 10, it's a passage I love so dearly. And it says, you know, God is talking and he says, after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace who called you. Remember, he's the one who calls us, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself do four things for you. He will restore you. Right. And that's what obedience did in terms of walking into my call. He will confirm. So even if you're unsure and doubting, he will strengthen Um, And this fourth one is my favorite, he will establish. And and so my confidence definitely rise, uh, uh, rise, um, because it's important for us to do this term that I talk about with my clients all the time called practicing his presence, right? And so whatever parts that we feel insecure or, or unsure about, they don't happen by just allowing more time to elapse. They happen by jumping into that troubled water, and you know, following in, following obediently, and by practicing his presence, by practicing to respond to what he's asking you to do. Um, those those feelings, the confidence, all of that stuff. It's it's a byproduct of that.
0: My goodness. That is one of my favorite scriptures True. ever. I'm so grateful that you brought it out. Our confidence will be confirmed, but yes. it's not going to take place overnight. It's right. going to be a journey as you practice his presence. I'm repeating this for y'all. Yes. So you can take notes. Are you taking notes? <laughs> that was so, so good. That was so good. Thank you. So the next question I have is because we are both mentors. I love that you call yourself a mentor and the Bible is very clear that mentorship is not optional. It is not optional. It is necessary. Whether we are looking at Psalm 145 that tells us one generation shall commend God's works to another. Or Proverbs 22, six, that tells us to train up a child in the way that he should go. Or even Titus 2, which is literally, literally all about mentorship. <laughs> we know that God tells us to prioritize mentorship. Yes. As I've mentioned, we have a variety of listeners here today, and some are deeply entrenched in the word. But they're beginning to look at their social media handles and spheres of influence, and they're beginning to pray about stewarding that space more effectively for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And then we have others that have strong social media spheres of influence, but are just beginning to go into a new level and ask God to bless them with a new level in the world. So the question I want to ask you is how did you identify a mentor to follow in those early days and what steps increased your skill set at those at that time
1: absolutely so because we do have you know, folks at different levels in the journey, and we know there's levels to this, um, I want to further equip them and throw out three uh, more additional scriptures to if you don't have the buying yet about the power and the biblical mandate for mentorship, um, Proverbs is like your, your go-to, right? So you already mentioned a few out of Proverbs, this podcast is established on, you know, a scripture from Proverbs, Proverbs 12 and 15. I love it. It says the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man or wise woman listens to advice. Proverbs 15, 22, without counsel, plans fail. Are you listening to that? Without counsel, Plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. And the last one, Proverbs 24 and six, for by wise guidance, you can wage war. And in abundance of counselors, there is victory. So, whatever area of your life where there is warfare, um, by surrounding yourself with wise guidance, you position yourself for warfare, and you and you ensure or you cement your or you concretize your victory um, by having wise counselors around you. Um, and so, f- for me, that that process around mentorship, I I want to say firstly, I don't just have one. I've never had just one mentor in any season. I have a multiplicity of mentors and coaches. Um, some of them are informal, right? So, you know, mother so-and-so from church who I can go to. I have I have three of those. Um, some I pay into, right, to have that time. Some are long distance, don't know me, and don't even know that they're mentoring me. But I, I follow them, and I, and I learn from them. And so... How I go about um, seeking out who those mentors are are going to be is based on my time of fasting and prayer for my year. So I, January, all things shut down in my ministry and business, in my home, in my life, everything shuts down for a whole month in January. And and to be quite honest, even earlier than that, I'm starting to pray into, because by January, the year has started. So it's late. I'm already starting to pray into and listen for what God is saying to me about my year or just about the season that I'm in. And he has always if I if I listen and I carve out that time, he has always told me where I need to build. And so based on those instructions, I start to seek out counsel and I start looking for okay, you know, this is what God's like. So for example, uh, last year was systems, process, and study. Those are the three things, the three areas. So I'm like, okay, who, who, who's doing this already, right? Um, or who can get me there? And so I started to seek out, watch, follow, research, ask around. Some were already in my sphere of influence. Some were new and I had to, you know, seek God's wisdom to bring them in. Um but and and, and it changes. Some, some of them have been around for for decades or a decade. Um, others change annually or seasonally based on what God is trying to bring out of me. And and it's not only it's not only ministry wise. Sometimes it's around being a wife. Um, sometimes it's around being, it's around motherhood. This year, God gave me that. He's like, so I'm, I'm investing in a stepmom coach. I don't even know that stepmom mentor. I didn't even know that that existed. Right. But he he told me it was something I needed to, to invest in in four and five. So it, it changes as well for me.
0: That is beautiful. And I love that you mentioned that you do um, identify those mentors to speak into the areas that God gave you by fasting and prayer. Because y'all, your girl has made some mistakes. mistakes and paid some people Mm -hmm. really, really did Mm -hmm. not have any business speaking into my life. And I just had to forfeit the money because one thing that you're not going to do is speak something into my life that's contradictory to what the word of the Lord says. And so Mm -hmm. I just had to forfeit it, but had I fasted, had -hmm. I prayed before I took that fast action that they all talk about, Mm -hmm. I would have made Made a few more decisions a little differently. So I love that and I appreciate that. I even appreciate the fact that there aren't any lessons that are lost, right? Like, right, right <laughs> there there aren't any sure. lessons that are lost. And so I'm grateful because now I can identify those that really God is leading me to. And I love how you spoke about how you practice presence. You didn't mention it that second time, but you said you take the time to listen. Mm-hmm. And that is so big when we are choosing to step out on faith and identify those that God has sent us to. So thank you. Thank you. I want to know, is there anything that you look for now that you didn't know to look for when you were first starting out?
1: 100%. And you touched on it, right? You said like there were investments you made that you're like, nah, nah. (laughs) No, nah. So now, um, in addition to all of that, I look for consistency. So I want to say, like, you can't see somebody pop up in your feed or see them preach a message at your church or meet them up at a conference and decide that you want that person to be your mentor unless, like, God has given you some kind of burning bush moment to let you know they're the one um it's it, so i so what i look for differently now is is consistency and the only way that you can perceive consistency in someone is to follow them consistently over an extended period of time. There were people who I've I've followed and I've listened to and I'm like, okay, this is sounding good. This is looking good. And then there's that day where you're like, okay, you see. And I'm not talking about being judgmental. I'm talking about big lacks in foundational things that are important to me that I wouldn't have caught if I wasn't following them and looking for consistency right um receipts we hear we hear the term receipts i i learned very quickly that the era of social media and marketing and canva and editing and deleting out backgrounds and effects can allow any novice to look like an expert a beautifully crafted social media platform is not the same thing as a sound believer and so I'm I'm like, okay, I had to learn to be like, okay, you pretty, but where's the proof? Where's the proof of what you're posting? Where's the proof of what you're teaching? Can this person, is this person where I want to go? And I realized that some of the people I was following, they were pretty, but they were not where I wanted to go. Therefore, they couldn't take me to where I needed to go. Um, I also look for battle scars. So I cannot be led by anyone who has not, like stumbled a few times and gotten back up, um, because I have stumbled many times, and I need somebody who knows, how, like how to help me get back up, because it's an inevitably a part of the process, and and coupled with that, I would say humani- in, in humanity, right? Like, are they super righteous or are they human? Like. You know what I mean? Are they willing to share with me openly about how they struggle, or or are they always just talking about successes and how they're highly favored and blessed and all of that good stuff? I need it. I'm human. I need a human to relate to. Um, And I look for sobriety. I look for sobriety. Um, I look for some, and that word just um, means like seriousness, right? So I'm not saying like personality wise, like that they were like grim and serious, but it's like, there's a calling on my life. I know what God is calling me to. And we're all at different places in that. Um, But I can't be watching your stories and seeing you go, you know, bless God. We had a wonderful time in our 5am prayer group. And then in the next one, you're twerking like that, like for, I'm um, no judgment, but for where I'm at and for where I'm going and for my mantle. thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Mm-mm, I need some sobriety. I need some sobriety. And, and God bless you, sister. And you're doing a wonderful work, but you're not for me. So those are things that I've had to learn um, to add to the, the, the hunt when I'm looking for mentorship.
0: Oh, okay. This is why I love podcasts and YouTube videos, because you can play them back as often as you need to. There were so so many gems that you just dropped. The one that took my breath away though, the first one was that you said a beautifully crafted social media platform is not the same as a sound believer. (laughs) Someone please get that in your spirit. My goodness, thank you. Thank you for that. All of what you just shared because There's a temptation to want to focus Mm -hmm. on that social media platform and that presence there. There's a temptation to want to focus on how much time you spend editing your videos and your photos above the time you spend in prayer. Mm -hmm. And it really is a trap. So y'all, my life is not set up. I'm a full time teacher In the daytime, Mm -hmm. (laughs) my life is not set up where I can just edit videos and sit in front of the computer all day. And I have to be cognizant of that because I'm not at that level. Now, I'm blessed, God, because I believe that one day, you that know, time I mean, is going to break.
1: Yeah, one day, so <laughs> so. he's going to
0: send a social media marketing into this team. Yes. That day has not yet come. And so at this time, I have to fight against that lure and yeah. that trap and remember mm-hmm. that that time spent is prayer is always going to be more effective above that time I spent mm-hmm. most so thank you for how you just You're shared and poured fine. out. I'm playing that back for myself. <laughs> the last question that I have for you is, everybody, everybody knows that I am big on compliments. Y'all know this. Compliments mm-hmm. connect us in ways that we've not been connected before. They speak life into us in a new way way every single time we choose to open our mouths and compliment others. But one of the things that I found is that you can compliment someone with your presence. Mm
1: -hmm. First
0: Corinthians 12, 12 through 27 talks about the parts of the body of Christ. And Paul reminds us that we need one another because verse 19 says, if all the parts were the same, Mm
1: how could there
0: be one body? That's Sis, nice. I honor how you show up. You encourage me, you motivate me, mm, and I love
1: looking you. at thank everything
0: you. that is going on in your life. If y'all did not know, Sis is now on the you version Bible app, <laughs> and thank she's complimenting. You, yes, yes, congratulations, but like, you. you are complimenting us mm. by standing in the fullness. Mm -hmm. of who god called you to be Mm -hmm. so how do you do that and how has that journey looked for you how have you learned Mm -hmm. to stand in your truth and what would you recommend to us who are learning this
1: this could be a whole podcast episode on its own um how have i learned to do that so I guess it 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 full circles back to your first question about the role of obedience and confidence. The more I obey, which means I'm doing what God is asking of me, which means he's asking it of me like me from me means that I'm practicing not only his presence but I'm practicing my purpose posture as well, I'm practicing my DNA, my divine natural abilities. And as your confidence grows in that it becomes harder and harder to accept, hmm, to accept being in spaces that desire for you or demand for you to be anything but that because it's almost like, it's like a sweet spot. You know, your, your, your identity, your gifts, your uniqueness, it's, it's a sweet spot. And it's like, when you get in that sweet spot, you, you've experienced his power in such an overwhelming and consuming and beautiful and powerful way. And what flows out of you is so supernatural. It blows your mind. And so the more that that happens, I'm just like, I gotta be in, I gotta be in that place. Right. I, there's no, there's no power in the other place. There's no power trying to be like sis. There's no power trying to do it. Like so-and-so the power actually comes out of just being myself. How amazing is that? And so, you know, in terms of my, my gifts, like how, you know, yeah, I, I think that's, that's, that's pretty much kind of how the, the, the short you know, Cole's notes version of how I got there. It's like that, that moment, that first moment you hit that sweet spot where you silenced what everybody else expected and you just showed up as yourself and realized how the spirit of the Lord meets you in that place and what flows out of you. It's like, how can I, how can I be anything but that?
0: That sweet spot is something,
1: my goodness, if you
0: have poured out to day. And we are so incredibly grateful for you taking the time to just bless us with your wisdom. I know you have some amazing things coming up. So will you please let everyone know what is going on in your world, how they can get connected to you, and then tap into this move of God that he is breathing into this earth through your
1: influence. Absolutely. So you can find me across All social media platforms at Nicole O'Salmon. Salmon Salmon is spelt just like the fish. Nicole O'Salmon, or my website nicoleosalmon.com to connect and to learn more. Um, But the the most exciting thing, like right, that's happening right now outside of the the reading plan on the Bible app. If you use the Reu Version Bible app, encourage you to go on over and to just put my name on in the search and subscribe. Um, but the most exciting thing right now is an annual event um, that actually lives. One of the speakers this year um, is is preach this, and so that's happening this month, April twenty third to the twenty fourth. We've expanded this year in a pandemic to two days. We're doing it virtual, um, and. It's actually, it's everything we're talking about today. Preach this was birthed out of the fact that there was a calling on my life to ministry. There was a calling on my life specifically to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, but I did not have examples and because i didn't hoop and holler and sound in the beginning like everybody else i did not think that god was actually calling me and so as i grew in my gift and found my voice um i I wanted to be able to do the same for other women i wanted to be able to create a platform um where women can be seen and heard and their message can reach reach the nations but i also wanted through that platform to Illustrate to other girls, other women who were just finding their voice that hey, you know, she she isn't hoop and she isn't holler, you know, she's a teacher, she's a dancer, she's a songwriter, she's a vlogger, she's an academic, right? And she's sharing the message of Jesus Christ. Maybe there's a place for me too. So preach this is an annual destination for that. Um, now that we've gone virtual, last year we had 168 women gather online. We're believing God to increase those numbers. Um, This year, our theme is powerful. The theme is loose me and let me preach. We are coming for deliverance. Deliverance is in the atmosphere. And so if you're just finding your voice or if you're scaling your message, Preach This is the destination um, to to be this year. So uh, ticket sales are open. Um, If you want to get, there's just some awesome Preach This merch. If you want to get it before the conference in time for the conference, you'll actually have, Um, until April 6th so you know just 24 to 48 hours from hearing this podcast to register uh, so you can get your merch on time but really registration is open right up until conference doors swing open on April
0: 23rd. Ah we are coming for delivery. deliverance. we are coming ain't no games about it i'm already on my face asking god what he wants to say and i'm so excited y'all i Mm -hmm. attended this event last year and it is a blessing you need Mm -hmm. to be there so if you head over to apple podcasts spotify or audible to write a review within the next week i will enter your name into a drawing for a free ticket. I have two free tickets that I am gifting to listeners who write a review on one of those platforms and I will announce the winners on the podcast next week. This is an event that you do not want to miss. Because we are coming for deliverance and we are choosing to own our voices. We're done playing games. We're done playing games. If the pandemic didn't teach us anything else, it was that this world needs our voice and God has given us something to say. So we're showing up in it. Sis, thank you so much for being here. I'm just so incredibly grateful. Will you please pray us out?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Abba, Father, we are so grateful, God, for these spaces, moments, and opportunities where we can connect, Lord God, and receive your daily bread uh, to our hearts and in our souls in ways, Lord God, that are palatable, in ways that will nourish us. God, I thank you for every listener. I pray that this word would go down into their spirit, Lord God, and then it would would spring root. I pray that you would cause it to, uh, to blossom, Lord God, and to bear fruit Fruit of confidence, fruit of obedience, um, fruit, Lord God, of authenticity, Lord Jesus, in their life as these women desire to walk in the fullness of their purpose. Lord God, remember their fearless leader, live, Lord God, as you have, Lord God, charged her with this awesome, awesome privilege and responsibility to divide truth and inspire Thank you that obedience, Lord God, you said, is greater than sacrifice. So receive our obedience now as we not only hear this word, but we come out of this podcast with the intent to be doers. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen and amen. All right, y'all. Our time has finally come to an end, but that doesn't mean that our conversation has to. I would be honored if you would write a review on iTunes or Spotify to let me know if any part of today's subject touch your heart. It will also help other people find this content. Now, I hope that you remember that I am here to inspire confidence, conversation, and creativity in Christ Jesus among your circle. So let me know how I can be of service. I'm on YouTube instagram and clubhouse at candid live and i'd love to know what you want to talk about i am honored that you are